You want to be great, young man? Sure you do. You want to be great, young lady? Of course you do. Here is the greatness that Jesus wants for every one of you. He says this, Those that shall be great shall be a servant. Shall be your servant. And those that will be chief shall be a servant of all. You want to be great? Get down low and start serving. You'll be the greatest in the kingdom. Why did Jesus say that? Because even the Son of Man came not to be ministered or served, but to minister and to serve and to give His life a ransom for many people. Many. Two things about what Jesus is saying that will relate to Paul's service and why he was so glad about the service. One thing, how is Jesus going to turn these apostles, these apostles which were on the track to greatness by the wrong way of leadership, (laughs) subjugate people, have dominion, because they wanted to look great. First, Jesus had to die to ransom them from this wrong thinking. Not only ransom them from the grave, from the penalty of sin, ransom them and transform them into the kind of apostles that were glad to suffer for the cause of Christ, that would be glad to serve and minister to people. At this moment in Mark 10, that was not going to make them glad at all. But Jesus went and ransomed them to transform the way they thought about serving. But secondly, Jesus is going to transform the way they approach Him and serve Him. Because Jesus said, you you, you really can't minister to me. You can't serve me. I didn't come to be served. So you can't serve Jesus. Say, wait a minute, Paul said over and over at the beginning of every epistle almost, I'm a servant of Jesus Christ. But yet Jesus says, I didn't come for that reason. I didn't come for you to serve me. So there's a way in which Paul and the apostles being transformed and ransomed by the power of the cross and we are ransomed and transformed the same way that then you and I can approach Jesus in such a way that we're not serving Him, but we are serving Him. Which seems to make no sense. The way that we don't serve Him is that we don't come to Him bringing anything to contribute to who He is. You can't serve Him like that. What's the opposite? We come to Him to serve Him by bringing something to Him that we receive from Him. And I would illustrate with the question, how do you serve a fountain that never runs dry? How do you serve a restaurant with an endless supply of food? It just goes on and on to infinity. You bring your thirst and you bring your hunger and you receive it freely in Christ Jesus. And through that reception, you get really glad about an infinite supply of a clear flowing fountain, gushing up, Jesus says, into everlasting life. When you come to that fountain that flows freely, then and only then through Christ, can you be glad serving other people, even when they're difficult like Paul did? Now what's the counter to that? If if the, the apostles are not ransomed, how do they go into Christian service? In lordship, looking for the gain of glory, they force people and they make people serve them. Because their gladness is in people being their fountain and their restaurant. 
And if you expect people to be your fountain, you're going to subjugate them in marriage. You're going to demand things from them. You're going to force them because you've got to be my fountain. And if you don't make me glad, I'm going somewhere else. I'm not going to endure this difficult marriage. I'm not going to endure this difficult person. And I'm certainly not going to endure this difficult church and pastor. Now, if he's difficult, he may need to be rebuked lovingly. But you get the point. The way we serve Jesus means everything. So if we serve Him by faith, we're coming to Jesus to receive all that He is. And out of the strength and the joy and the gladness that Paul was receiving, what does he do? He's steadfast and he spends everything in the cause of Christ because Christ is supplying everything that he spends. Without that relationship, Paul is drawing in everything and making everybody else spend on his behalf. Is that the way it is with you, beloved? Are you demanding every person in your relationship to be your fountain? You've got to make me happy. You've got to be the source of my fulfillment. Surely relationships give us joy. But they can't be ultimate, can they? If we expect that, then there will be biting, devouring, quarreling, and every other kind of vice that destroys our relationships. Paul says, Beloved, do you think I'm, I'm doing this for a self-defense? I speak before God in Christ. We do all things for your edifying. It's for you that I very gladly will be spent because Christ has ransomed me. Christ is my supply. Christ is my help. Christ is the one That when I exhaust all my supply, he's there standing saying, do you think I'm out of supply, Paul? We're just getting started. And he fills Paul again with strength for the next day. And he does that for us, beloved. This is not an apostolic kind of elitism that only Paul could get this gladness. This is what it means to be a Christian. This is what it means to serve Christ.